Are you ready to embrace your own expertise when it comes to your health and well-being? Welcome to the Personal Wellness Reimagined Podcast, a show about understanding the challenges we face and digging deeper to learn from them. This is a safe space to unlearn habits that don't serve you and to empower yourself by embracing the changes that work for your unique life. I'm Lauren Leitner, a certified health and wellness coach, and I'm going to help you learn how to let go of only focusing on the outcome and appreciate where you are now so you can get where you want to be. Let's get started. In this episode, we are going to break this resolution rut in your diet and talk about specifically this diet cycle and how this could be detrimental to our goal setting and making changes in our life that are long term. I know I had a little panic when I realized, oh my God, it's the end of January, which we start to think about, okay, we have a fresh start of the year and we always have ideas about how we want to start the year. Are we still there? Because this is the point where it starts to crumble a little bit and we forget. So I want to bring you back in, lasso you in, and let's talk about this a little bit. This is all about the New Year's resolution diet and how it doesn't work. And I know for me that quitting my diet mentality was the healthiest decision I could have ever made. And it might be that for you too. If you made a New Year's diet resolution and it hasn't worked here yet, at the end of January, beginning of February, please don't feel bad. Let's talk about it. I'm going to break apart how the diet cycle works. First, you have that honeymoon stage. You start out this new food plan, whether it's detox, a cleanse, or whatever you're doing, and you're feeling excited, you share it with people, you're motivated. It's like nothing can stop you. You might even clean out your pantry, your refrigerator, you throw things away, you start prepping food in the beginning of the year. You are ready and it feels great. Then for a few weeks, you're still riding high. You're disciplined. You've got your willpower, your focus. You're following the plan. You're still feeling committed. And then you find your cravings and hunger increasing. You're becoming a little more irritable, moody. And as a result, you have no more willpower, you go off the plan, you're eating sugar, cake, cookies, ordering things you wouldn't have, or hiding in the pantry, or buying snacks, eating it in your car, eating your kids' snacks. I get it. But then we start to feel shame and guilt about breaking the rules that we started weeks ago, and then overeating, maybe binging, and you feel so awful about yourself, and after going off the plan, you decide you might as well enjoy yourself, you deserve it, and you have your cheat days, or whatever gift you give yourself, and that's what you do. 
and you're undoing all this hard work and progress over the last few weeks. It's so frustrating. And then after a while, you feel the need to get back in control. And you start this all over again with food and maybe you choose another diet because the other one didn't work. And then you start your clean eating, your whole food, maybe I'll go vegan for a while, whatever it is. And the process just repeats over and over again. And after learning about the diet cycle, I realized for myself that diets are setting me up to fail. And here's why. Are you ready to ditch the frustration around dieting for good? I want this for you too, which is why I created the Making Peace With Your Plate program. This is designed to help you finally achieve food freedom and experience a stress-free approach to lasting goals. This program will give you everything you need to undiet your life for good. So head to the show notes, get on the wait list for the March program. I only do this once a year. So let's find joy in eating and live life the way it was intended with intention. Diets are asking us to restrict how much we eat and make certain foods forbidden. So we start to label them as good or bad. But food restrictions or food rules can be sustained only for a limited amount of time. The bottom line is strict food rules are counterproductive. So if this sounds familiar to you, how can we overcome that? Well, I want to tell you a little story about one of my clients. I have known him for years and always checking in on him and he's had the same frustration around just wanting to go and walk. And a lot of my clients have had this uh, same frustration. It's like they really have this desire but they just can't commit to it. And you know, this means that they're on this roller coaster, even for walking. You can't stay consistent, even if these are habits they wanted to do. So he spent the last 10 years doing it for a little while, and then stopping for a year, and then starting again, and it's just like getting so frustrated, can I continue this? And then in your mind, you're psyching yourself out because you can't stay consistent. And now, it's something he does every single day. And there might be a day or two he doesn't reach his step goal. However, it's easier for him to get right back. So how did he get there? That's the big missing piece. We need to understand how to take these steps, be a lot more forgiving. But mostly what I realized for this client is that he was putting everybody else ahead of him and forgetting about himself and not adjusting his schedule so that he can continue to do his steps. Also, we worked on a little bit at a time. And 
when you are trying to get 10,000 steps and you're not doing any or you're doing 2,000, we got to pull it back. We can't create a habit from 2,000 to 10,000. If you are running a 5K or even walking a 5K and you've been sitting on the couch for the last month, would you go out and go do three miles the next day? No. You might, but it would hurt. And then you wouldn't do it again. So we have to build on it. Just like any athlete has to continue to train. I mean, we have to make this a habit that is realistic. And notice that his resolution to start walking didn't even have anything to do with food. But this was his New Year's resolution. When we pulled back and structured a time that was just his and that everybody could wait until he got his steps in. That means when people ask, hey, we're gonna go uh, run an errand right now, and he hasn't done what he needed to do for himself, he can say, great, I will do that in an hour. I have to go get my steps first. It comes and starts with you. You have to communicate it and let it be okay. Otherwise, you can't make it an excuse. If you really want to do it, then just do it. There is no other way. This idea of why New Year's diets usually fail, it's because you're looking for a quick fix and it's not a long-term solution. So instead of setting a New Year's resolution, we took a gentle approach and set these realistic goals so that he would repeat his goal over and over again with no resolution needed before we added anything else to it continue to repeat, repeat, repeat. And we've always had to look and shift so that he has a different perspective of what this means for him. So if we're continuing to see our goals in a negative way, we're never going to do them. So he got clear about why this is important to him, what it would mean to him and to make this change. And having this why that is so personal and motivating will keep you wanting to move forward rather than feeling like you should be doing it because everybody else is doing it at the beginning of the year. We have to get as specific as possible. We don't need a resolution to do so. These are the things that I talk about in one of my programs, Making Peace With Your Plate, that I'm opening up this year. And I would love for you to be on the wait list and I will put it in the show notes. We focus on making these habits and a lot of other things to stop this insanity around the diet cycle. Because listen, making change does not have to be as hard as we make it to be. When you focus on what we can't have, that's not motivating. And that will make you want to quit. This is why New Year's resolutions and diets usually do not work. We have the opportunity to find joy in change and discovering what your body is actually needing. And that's something else I work on in making peace with your plate. Diets are so generic. And when we follow the rules made for somebody else and somebody else's body, your body may not respond to it. 
So we have to learn what our bodies need. And with this intuitive eating approach that I teach, it's exactly what we can do. And that gives you the freedom that you may not have experienced before. So hop on the wait list. It's going to open mid-year and I only do it once a year. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to the Personal Wellness Reimagined Podcast, also known as PWR, so you never forget that it's never too late to take your power back in your own hands. To get support as you start your own health and wellness journey, head to laurenleitner.com. And remember,